Man, he's not even in our top 50. Wait, top 50 what? Leaderboard. Leaderboard. Uh, Leaderboys. <laughs> like Leader top 50 Leaderboys. <laughs> Welcome to the forecast, also known as very few people agree with Owen, except for tonight. I mean, we like hot sauce. It's good. Uh, the forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced on Thursdays. Uh, we are produced, streamed, and sometimes released on Thursdays is what I meant to say. We're a community of people love exploring, discussing all kinds of things from video games and board games to film and TV to our everyday life experience. Uh, if you'd like to know more about what we do, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash the horizon FB, or you can come hang out on our discord channel, or you can check out our website. We are the horizon.com where we have a, actually a couple new things going on. We have the discord and signal, which is pretty cool. I'm not biased at all, but it's on there. If you want to listen, watch, tune in, <laughs> uh, you can do that. Also, we have a bunch of other content you can look at too. Uh, additionally, everything we talk about is in our cast notes, which is pushed out, pushed out to whatever podcasting app you are using. I am Aaron joined by a couple additional peeps, Alex. Struggle bus is real uh, in this Alex, intro. Alex, <laughs> over there. What? Is that what? Hello, are you there? Hello? Alex. Hello. Oh, there he mentioned he is. the struggle bus. That's his intro. That's his. Owen. Hello, that's the struggle bus. Hello, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. K- Caleb. Oh, that's K- me. K- Caleb. There we go. Oh, oh, K- Caleb and, and Chad right here. Brady when Bunch. I, when I angle my hat, it just <clears throat> you can't see the symbol because I know, of how bright. It's kind of sad. I know. I see reflection the symbol. There. Don't worry. It's better when you don't. Yeah. yeah, when you don't lean down, it's perfect. You yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not. Le- I'm not going to talk like that. You know. <laughs> I just want to say? say that bit plays real well on an audio podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, it forces me to try to go over the visual gag. <laughs> I mean, it it means if you're listening to this, you should uh, watch us do this live every Thursday night or exactly Thursday night on our Twitch. Exactly. Twitch.com slash We Are The Horizon. Exactly. Uh, let's start tonight with Alex's moment of silence. All right. Thanks, Alex, for your moment of silence. Uh, let's Actually, move on to... Wait, I'm what? Just gonna, I'm just going to plug stuff here instead. Is that cool? Oh, yeah, Ooh. yeah. You plug stuff. Go ahead. During your uh, moment of silence. Yeah, I had, uh, I had New Game Thursdays a while back, and then also New Game Wednesdays. And then so there's random dates that I randomly stream in the afternoon. So try to see if you can guess when that's going to happen. Wait, so it's not like a new game Thursday. It was just like it was that Thursday. Yeah. Oh my god! So it's really new game Thursday. No, singular. It's new game. The title of the stream was New Game Thursdays. Hey guys, it's Thursday. You know what that means? It's time yeah. for new games. We had uh, <laughs> a new game Wednesday. And yeah. did you say Yesterday. it is Wednesday, my dudes? After you st- said the uh, state of the title, I hope so. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh. Anything else you need to plug before you get done with your quote-unquote moment of silence? I don't know. I've been playing through Death Store on stream. Oh, so. okay. There you go. Go watch Death Store. Um, let's start with what you've been playing lately. And actually, you can talk about Death Store because I have you liter- listed literally here at the top. So why don't you tell us what you've been playing? Yes, yeah, so I've been playing Death Store. What? Um, <laughs> that checks out. That's a, it's a really good game. Um, I think I'm like two-thirds of the way through. I've beaten two of the major bosses that they listed of the three. Um, and after I did that, I got to a cool part where 
you basically go into this bar and this guy like gives you hints about secrets in the world that you may have missed, which I think is a really good idea um, just in general for that type of game, because without looking up a guide online or anything like that, you can just go back through and make sure you cleaned up everything. So he's, he was like vague hints about parts of the world where you may have missed something. And then you can go back to that section and figure out what you missed and find it, which I went and cleaned up all that stuff that I was missing. Also, that dude is uh, like an, a squid hooked onto the back of like a mannequin. And he's like, it's, it's like a about, dead guy. He's on is the back it a, of dead, a dead, guy? dead guy. Yeah. He's talking about how human he is and he's going to like make you uh, food with his human hands. Mm. And then he and makes you some sort of stew with a tentacle in it. You're yeah. Clearly eating him. Yeah, it's very strange. Very funny. Weird. The game has pretty good humor in it. It does. I always like when games have a way to find all the secrets built into the game. I like that too. Um, also been playing Eldest Souls, which I've actually finished at this point. Well, I finished the first run through. It's, it's a game that I think they assume that you should play more than once, but I don't know if I will or not. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of like a Souls-like, except for not really. It just <laughs> takes like the combat style and then makes it a boss rush. And it's there's actually, not... it's very akin to like Titan Souls. Yeah, something like that. Which is, I think the Titan Souls people are people that made Death's Door, not the people that made Eldest Souls. True. So, a little odd. Maybe I'm misremembering, but to me, it looks like, at least when I've walked in Alex's room, that it looks like Hyper Life Drifter. Like the aesthetic. Maybe yeah. not the gameplay, but. It's real pixel arty and pretty. Very not vibrant as, color. Not as much like neon, per se. Sure. sure. But. Yeah, it's, does Hyper Light uh, Drifter have the same same style where it's just like a world you explore, and then there are also bosses? So like the whole yeah. there's only mm-hmm. bosses you fight in that game. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I think it's more akin to like Death Store kind of, where you like go to the different directions and fight the boss at the end of the direction. Yeah. Yes, because it's, you you like your blocked pathways to go <clears> certain <throat> directions until you resolve something else, and then you can go back down those pathways and fight those bosses. But Eldest Souls is just like a boss rush. Like you just walk quickly between the different areas where you fight bosses. There's no uh, small enemies, really. Um, and there's like eight bosses in the game. Nine if you count the first guy, I think. Which, he's really just a tutorial, so he's not really Does boss. he really count? Is he, How is long he did he real? take you, though? Uh, I mean, I wiped the floor with him because I played the demo. Oh, okay, mm. fair enough. Mm. So, not quite as long as Lady <clears throat> Butterfly. No. <laughs> Jeez, uh, some of the some of the bosses did quick, take me quite a while. I, I really like the loop in that game where you enter a boss arena and you just get destroyed by them. And slowly over time, you like learn their patterns and learn how to counter what they're going to do to you and eventually take them down. Very fun. Also, uh, you have a couple different like combat styles that you can play with in that game and you can switch them at any time. Um, so it encourages a lot of experimentation in how you play against the bosses, mm. which is pretty fun. And each each boss drops a shard that you can slot into various different abilities that you have to slightly modify them in sort of a themed way towards that boss. Slightly modify. So this is not like a Dota shard where it's like literally the difference between <laughs> you winning and losing. This is like only well, a slight modification to an ability. I don't know. Sometimes they can be pretty impactful, but mm, okay. In general, they're supposed to be slight modifications, I think. Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And I, I just I think. think it's... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I, I was going to say, I think the thing I like most about the game is the combat style encourages aggression because, like, if you land a charged attack against a boss, 
you go into like this blood rage mode essentially where all your attacks um heal you so you're trying to maintain that mode the entire fight and get healing off of the bosses because the bosses do like a ton of damage with each hit so you gotta try to recover if you accidentally take a hit um and it just gives you a way to get back in the fight i think without being like limited to estus flasks or something like that yeah there's no there's no pausing to drink your estus flask you just have to get in there and actually hit them yeah it also i think it does a good job of it doesn't have the dark souls problem where you have to you know travel five minutes to get to the boss through a whole bunch of tiny enemies it just resets you at the start of the boss fight yeah it gives you a, so you can yeah. gives you a fat retry button when you die yeah you can just slam your head against the boss nonstop with no no intermittent gaps there and that that's probably why i was able to make it through this game because the parts that always get me on souls like games is dying to the boss and then having to like go through all these garbage enemies again and like trudge five minutes back to where he's at and then try to fight him again and then dying immediately and then doing that all over again it gets really annoying yep. so just streamlined all the way down hmm. cool um also a game chad talked about previously splitgate i checked out some of the beta that game's mm. a lot of fun it's it's just like pure halo but with portal and the guns feel real good. I feel like that's exactly how Chad described it. Uh, yeah, Halo that, is, Portal. that is exactly how Chad described it. You were correct. <laughs> it's, it's just a lot of fun. Like they, it's not, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of games come out and try to be like gritty or realistic or competitive or something like that. This game is just like, just have fun in this arena and shoot people. And I'm down Ar- with it. Arcadey, maybe. Yeah, arcadey. When the devs were talking about it, a lot of people were asking for like wall running and sliding and stuff like that. And one of the like lead devs was like, I really enjoy that monotonous kind of slow pace strafing back and forth and, sh- and whoever hits their shots better is the one who's going to win rather than that really fast paced. Like, first of all, you get to build maps for wall run- running. You can't just mm-hmm. throw wall running into a game um, yeah. and then sliding kind of increases the pacing of the game uh, a little faster than what they want. Although you can get some really good momentum with the portals and like fly across the map and shoot people while you're in the sky. So it's, it's really cool. That sounds like they're trying to reinforce portal movement instead of just like traditional yeah. like yeah. map map uh, traversal, which I, it's, it's probably nice that they're doing that because that way it forces players to utilize those mechanics. What's uh, really interesting about that game right now is most games that come out, the devs either have never touched it or like they just suck at it. Uh, I played against a dev the other day and we were playing oddball, which is your oddball from Halo where you're holding a mm-hmm. ball and you can get points as you know, you're holding the ball more. And he was portaling around the map as if he were literally the flash. Like, <laughs> uh, there's a thing in the game called triple portaling, which is you portal once, uh, on like a wall far away and you portal like right next to you. And then you step just slightly like pixel step through it to where you're through the portal, but you're still standing in the portal and then you throw the same portal somewhere else to where you can just step backwards, turn around, and do the same thing. And you keep doing that to, to ricochet yourself around the map. Uh, and the devs are phenomenal at it. It's insane. And when you Sounds hit like the triple portal, super it's... super high skill ceiling. Yeah. It, it's like Fortnite building or higher. Like, I think it, mm. it's probably higher than Fortnite building. Uh, something I'd like to see implemented in that game is the ability to map a combination of keys to a function instead of just a single key. I actually ended up using auto hotkey and mapping 
thumb button plus left and right mouse to be the portal. Mm. Uh, and I think it works really well. Like by default, it's Q and E for your two portals. So instead of having to Stop reach up to those, or... yeah, anything like that, you just like hold the thumb button and use your left or right click. It doesn't let you do modifiers at all. Like no, huh? That would be nice. Like control or alt, and you just play. You know, yeah. So your mouse or whatever. I ended up mapping like you know, mouse four plus left to Q and mouse four plus right to E. I like that. So you just hold like a, you hold like a transition from weapon to portal on your on your thumb on your mouse on your yeah. thumb, and then you can. Yeah. Huh. Pretty. Yeah, I bet that makes sick. it easy. Yeah, a bunch of the people. Slick. Go ahead, Caleb. Nah. Oh. Uh, a bunch of the people that I play with either just use their side buttons for portal, like just mm, forward yeah. portals, like directly. And what I do is I actually use the mouse wheel. So mouse wheel up is one of my portals. Mouse wheel down is another. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. Oh. I you ever not... like double shoot it? So because of how quote unquote slow it is to like Mm. shoot the portal out, it doesn't shoot multiple times. And even if Mm. it does, when the portal hits or where the portal hits, you can't re-portal unless you move it off of where that portal is. Um, And so it pretty much just stays there. And so I mean, I just kind of like flick it one way, flick it the other way, and my my mouse wheel like doesn't do the free free uh, flowing mouse wheel. So Mm -hmm. pretty fine on. Yeah. I use mouse wheel as well in Fortnite for uh, you can um, auto edit close stuff. So like if you open a window, if you mouse wheel down real quick, uh, it'll go into your edit mode, but then it'll like reset the build and then close it. And usually what you have to do is you have to hit multiple keys to do that. But because of the mouse wheel and how it interacts with uh, Fortnite and how they're able to do multiple keys, um, you just stare at the wall, flick your mouse wheel down and it's closed and you're safe again. And hmm. so because of that and mouse wheel up is my pickaxe, it's just natural for me in this game to do mouse wheel up and down for the portals. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh and finally I played a demo called Pondbarian. Uh full game's okay. not out yet, but it's basically like a roguelike chess game where you're traversing dungeons that are set on a chessboard and you have a deck of moves available to you and monsters are spawned on the on the chessboard and all the monsters have like unique abilities associated with them so like for instance there'll be like a goblin that's like immune if you're in an adjacent square to him so you have to attack him from farther away or there'll be like a dude that has nimble so you when you attack him, he'll move a square in the opposite direction the first attack, so you have to be able to attack him twice on one turn to be able to kill him. And essentially, like you're drawing these cards from a deck, which are different chess pieces. You have three of them per turn, and you have two actions that you can do. So like you'll get like a pawn, a rook, and a queen or something, and you can play those cards oh. to move your character in such a manner as to the piece that you're playing. Hmm. So the cards are just changing the one single pawn you have on the board's movement yeah. type. The pawn you have on the board is the Pawnbarian. Okay. <laughs> and he can run around and and like basically you're trying to take pieces like chess style, except for you have a certain number of hits you can take, you have a number of lives, and so every time you move, the enemies will move against you. And they get to move like they get to attack and move one space. So you're, you're taking that into account when you're moving. You want to end up in a safe space at the end, but you're also trying to take pieces. Um, so it just becomes like a 
chess strategy game that's quite unique, I think. Um, and then the roguelike elements are every floor that you clear, you get gold from killing the monsters and how fast you did it. And then you can spend those in upgrades. So like you'll get an upgrade that's like your rook can attack uh, the square he's on plus all the diagonal squares around him when he stops. Or like your pawn will move up one, but also it gives you an extra turn and a, a card draw. Or like, you know, just like various power-ups like that. Um, and then finally, if you get a piece to the last rank, just like in regular chess, you can upgrade a pawn to a queen. And that stays with you for that floor. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like in your deck, now that pawn is a queen. So there's a bunch of strategy around doing that stuff too. It's it's quite neat, I think. Seems like it shows you what's remaining of your deck too, so you can kind of keep track yeah. of what you got coming up. Oh, yep. I see that. It shows your deck and your discard, so you can kind of plan ahead if you need to. That's pretty cool. It's got a nice a, aesthetic. There was a game that felt similar we played a while back in the Humble Bundle. Man, I can't remember what it's called. But it was just these triangle shapes, and you got like upgrades every level you passed. Do you mm. guys remember that at all? Mm. Well, I think it was uh, a Humble Original, or whatever they call those. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, so I don't know what it was, though. That would be very hard to find, then, is my point. I know. <laughs> uh, looks like a cool game, though. Yeah, seems cool. Um, Owen! Hey! What have you been playing? Uh, I have been playing some uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 Enhanced Edition. Mm. Or, I'm sorry, Original Sin 1, I'm sorry. Uh, because... I was looking for something to play with Allison, and we liked uh, Original Sin 2, so we decided to play Original Sin 1. Uh, And uh, I was just thinking, as Alex was mentioning in Death's Door, about how there's like the uh, how there's the hints and everything. Pet Pal is so nice in this game. (laughs) Because it's so great when we're like, okay, what should we expect in this next area? And Allison will just like run up to a little rat and talk to him. And the rat's like, oh no, you should really watch out for the shit in the corner. And you're just like, (laughs) okay, don't go in the corner. Bad things over there. Got it. Um, So that's been a lot of fun. It's definitely not as good as two we're really missing some of the combat components of two but it's not bad it's just kind of like a step down it's not like it's infinitely worse it's just kind of like you see where they improved and you're like oh yeah okay so maybe we'll go back to two and play some like mod campaigns or something like that but i wonder um, if anybody's implemented i don't even know if this is possible because i've never played classic but anybody's implemented classic into Two's game mastering edition thing as like actual gameplay. Oh, That'd be yeah, so difficult. Yeah, but I mean, people do crazy stuff all the time with video games. Yeah, I understand. It's like a, it's probably like a sixty seventy hour game, right? That's my guess. Yeah, we're twenty some hours in, and I don't even think we're done the first act. We've done some <laughs> stuff. We've killed a guy a that I was very surprised act. that we killed because he shows up in the second one, and I was like, hey. I thought we killed you. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, he definitely looked dead on my screen, but I guess not. Um, Someday I will finish Divinity Original Sin 2. I believe. I believe yeah, that I will finish it. I literally I'd be happy with that. yesterday. Yesterday I was thinking, <laughs> I should just tell the guys we should just go finish the end of it. A few I would say that ago, I can. 
<laughs> like just, within the, within the week, I thought thought of that. Just tag me in. Alice and uh, I will, will love to just tag in. We'll finish up any run that you've got. Don't worry about listen, it. We'll just you, you say we'll finish up. Literally, all we have to do is go through basic. Well, I mean, we're the on like the Red mission. Prince thing, but we have the final doorway. We just walk through it and then we fight the boss. I think is it. That's yeah, we'll be able to say I finished it. Do it. Yeah, just finish it. It's Ridiculous. so good. It's it's Ridiculous. such a satisfying ending to uh, a game too. I probably won't even remember what's happening at this point. Yeah. On the topic of the first <laughs> right, game, that's though, the problem. I, I just wanted to say that there's nothing in the second game that's quite like that first act of the first game. That's true. Which is still very... It's a very strange thing to throw as like the first thing... Your first experience with Divinity. Because it's not really like the rest of the game or the second one. It's like yep. a murder mystery where you're just going around talking to people. Yeah. Yeah, we actually, we actually had to look up a lot of the stuff because we're like, we know it's this person. Like, we've, we've looked at all of the clues. We know it's this person. But we couldn't, like, do anything yet because we didn't have, like, the right clue. Yeah. So then we had to do some other stuff. And then it was just like, okay, now you can accuse them. And I was like, all right. Thanks. But it's like way more role play than like anything else in the rest of the yeah, games. Yeah, it really is. But it was cool. I liked it. I definitely liked how that one started out. Uh, we also were discussing and we liked how and maybe this is just a limit on the map size or something but because like we've we've gone through the first map we've explored everything on that map we are now working on map two uh, and I don't know if that like lines up with how the axe of the gate of the story work uh but definitely in divinity original sin 2 you you couldn't go backwards like the second that right. you were done an area and you went in with whatever was going on you're now in like a different plane of existence and you couldn't go back whereas yeah. this was like hey you can you can still go back to the other town and like talk to whoever we accidentally vendored some stuff that we probably need so we we're like oh we should probably go back there and buy mm. that mm. and we can do that um and by stuff that we need i mean i have become a uh, a crafting goblin i'm nice. just like a allison is sitting there talking to everybody like going through the story and i'm just in the corner just being like okay got another arrow got yeah. another got another <laughs> charm arrow got some grenades okay i got some potions here i'm just like mixing everything together and just crafting everything i'm like always at a fucking stove and then she's like oh okay are you ready to fight and i'm just like hold on i gotta i gotta finish this pizza I gotta finish this pizza. Yeah. That uh when we were playing Sam's game that he made, that was Caleb's character. He just yeah. like we'd all be walking around and we just hear the crafting sound. We're like, where's he at? What's he doing right now? Except you guys, it was... you guys would be like hanging around talking to somebody, I'd be like crafting in the background. Ridiculous. It was, it was way weirder in that campaign though, because there was so many mods added on that Sam didn't know added crafting things. <laughs> oh, it's true. I did, and I did Caleb craft would... some weird stuff. He would just put random stuff together and it'd be like, here's this big ice statue. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <nice laughs> like, <laughs> a, there was some item that turns you into a burning skeleton. No mm -hmm. idea what that's about. We, I also discovered uh, that, and this seemed kind of broken at the time, and luckily uh, we kind of forget about it in very important battles, but I discovered that we can make our tank just never die. <laughs> because there's a uh, there's an infinite beer mug that takes no AP to drink and will always give you 10 HP for drinking it. Wow. What? And <laughs> it would make you drunk, 
but that only increases your strength and decreases your intelligence and you know what you don't need on your tank intelligence Uh, mm -hmm. and it doesn't stack so like you could literally just sit there and infinitely drink out of this mug during your turn and go from (laughs) like eight health all the way up to like 400 whatever and then continue the fight Wow, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it is doing, ridiculous uh... when we discovered that that actually worked, and I was like, this seems broken. <laughs> Thankfully, we forget about it half the time, because it's on, like, one of her other hot bars, the tank. So we just kind of actually, like, throw heals and just kind of do our normal fighting. Um, but we did notice that that, that happens. Are you playing um, four characters or lone wolf two characters? We are doing four characters. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, we are doing four characters. So um, our tank is... Uh, the uh, the two handed sword lady Medora yeah Medora is our tank uh, Allison is playing a just all around magic folk I am mm-hmm. playing the uh r- the the ranger slash geomancer and then we picked up uh, uh Woolgruff because he's mute and entertaining. <laughs> Uh, and he is our stabby boy, which will have eventually some witchcraft spells on. Yeah, good call. Yeah, so it's very interesting. I really like our party comp, and it's it's working well. And so that's been a lot of fun. Uh, as for yesterday, I just started playing this cool game called Boyfriend Dungeon. <laughs> I've been waiting like four years for it. Or something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Caleb. We had to wait for weapons to be beautiful enough. True, true. And been in like every packs that we've been to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's it's the, it's it's uh only superseded by due process. That's pretty much yeah. the only yeah. game that's been around longer. I am intrigued yeah. about how maybe it's just like the circle that I'm running in in like Twitter and online and things, but it just seems like everybody is talking about is playing is promoting boyfriend dungeon and like i was like hey good for you kit fox for making a good game that really seems like to have grabbed a lot like a a, a portion of the gaming community of just being like hey yeah like we've been waiting for this and it's out and like i see it on the front page of steam i see it on the front page of epic like people are buying it playing it it's like on twitch it's it's nice it's nice hmm. to see that it's actually, uh, you know, getting the recognition that it deserves. And uh, so far, for the like four hours that I've played, it's a fun ass game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot wait to run through it multiple times because I am just, as with any dating sim, I am a slut, and I just do not know <laughs> who to go with. <laughs> uh, can I, I, can I, I currently am am working on one person, but I might need to to start a new game. And go with somebody else just to experience their story and what what's going on. There's also like this very mysterious girl that I met at a club, and I'm just like, I want her. How do I <laughs> date her? Because that seems like a fun one. I think doesn't the Steam page say that you can like date everybody at the same time? I mean, probably, but you know, <laughs> I'm a little old fashioned. I don't want to be leading people on. <laughs> okay, but I I need to read the Steam page's uh, description of this game. Yeah, do it. it. So it's date your weapons, romance swords, daggers, and pull arms to level them up in this shack and slash dungeon crawling adventure. <laughs> uh, Very clever. I am I'm quite really amused good. by uh, the current pursuit that I'm going after uh, because they're definitely an art thief. 
they're like 1000 percent an art thief because we <laughs> talked about like our favorite paintings and like she describes hers and she's like yeah you know it's only about 10 steps away from the back stairwell that'll take about two minutes to go down and hit the back <laughs> entrance and you're just like hey are you planning on stealing this and then she's like no it's exactly this size which is kind of hard to maneuver and you're like so you've thought about stealing (laughs) and i appreciate that i've quite enjoyed that interaction i was like all right i see you i see you stealing stuff okay how's Um, the base gameplay because i've been i've been a little little hesitant since playing it at pax it seemed a little in need of polishing it's exactly what I remember of PAX, okay. which I liked. It's, <laughs> you, you, I'm definitely doing my weapon combos and like kind of dodging around and stabbing things and having a good time with it. Um, but I could understand where there might be some frustration from people that want something like highly polished, like something of like Transistor, which is Hades. or 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 Hades, which is just it's not that level of combat like it's just not gotcha. that polished it is it's it's fun it's entertaining to go through but i think uh, i think that they're trying to get a lot more mileage out of the writing and the dating mm-hmm. than they are the gameplay but the right. gameplay is not bad i you know it's never one just like oh you have to go back to the mall and i'm just like oh fuck the mall i'm like <laughs> okay that'll be fun like let me go stab some stuff for a little while and i like <laughs> button mash around i stab a couple stuff i get some money i buy some cool things uh and then i go back to my girl and i'm like hey what's going on with you i bought stuff <laughs> okay um, so yeah i mean i'm having fun with it and also for like what is it like 16 17 bucks right now like it's worth it. It is a thousand percent worth it. Yeah, I'll be playing. I just haven't gotten to it in the last day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I. It is unfortunate that we do not have a Jake here because <laughs> I'm sure that Jake has a lot of feelings about this game, and I'm sure that uh, you know that would have been really nice. I don't know that he's played it yet because he had trouble getting the key from it. He yeah, played. I did. I did see that he had some some issues with that. But yeah, I hope I I saw that he downloaded it at least. Yeah, he ended up getting the key. DM and someone on Discord. There you go. Good, good mm. for good for him. So uh, yeah, Caleb, how about you? What have you been playing? I'm playing quite a bit of stuff. Uh, finished up Eldest Souls, uh, which is something Alex was talking about, and not not a game 100 percented. Uh, that game, some of its achievements are there's an achievement for every boss that is beat the boss by taking zero damage, mm. and I do not want to bang my head against that titanium wall. <laughs> so that I moved on difficult. from that. Yeah, uh, I did 100% a couple games these last two weeks, actually. One is Ender Lilies, which I talked about last you time. You got to say the whole name. Oh, sorry. Ender, sorry. Ender Lilies, Quietest <laughs> of the Night. There you go. There you go. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. It's very important. Got you. Got you. Very important. Um, I just wanted to add a, a little bit more from that. The game's really solid. It's got, it's got a bunch of uh, spirits that you can take on and, and use in different ways in combat. They're basically uh, weapon skills in some way. And some of them are useless, but in general, they're pretty good, and you can combo them in really cool ways. And there's, like, the three distinct endings in the game. And it does it does the good version of three endings. It's not the Mass Effect 3, you pick blue, red, or green, or whatever the colors are, and what that's you your mean? ending. That's a great ending. <laughs> Get out. It's uh, the, you're three quarters of the way through the game, here's the, the bad ending. And then there's more area to explore, and you find more stuff, and you beat a, a new 
big boss and that's like 90 percent of the way through the game and then here's this last little bit where you got to go collect a bunch of stuff and and get your final good ending right so it has has all of that uh, i don't know if i call of, that the good way to do it that just forces to me to, to do all the minutiae that i don't want to do in the game to get the actual ending i want no nah, there's very little of that you got to go you got to retrace your steps in i think a total of seven locations maybe even less than that Seven's so a lot. Not, nah, it's not that bad. You have fast travel. It's pretty easy. And it's places you could have explored along the way at some point, but you just hadn't gotten to yet. That, I don't, it's my preferred kind of way for them to do multiple endings. It's, a, it's the Hollow Knight path, mm. which I like. Good game. Quality game. Yep. Uh, it was pretty easy to 100% that. The achievements were uh, relatively simple after beating all three endings. Uh, and then I, I also 100% of this game called Blue Fire. Uh, it wasn't terribly oh. long. You were just um, starting that last time I checked. Yeah, exactly. It was, <laughs> like I said, it wasn't terribly long. Caleb's new uh, job is reviewing video games. No. <laughs> I put nine hours into it. So that's, that's uh, kind of the 100% playtime. It's a very, very Zelda-like game, but with very... Minimal graphics? No, very, very... Very floaty acrobatic combat. A lot of uh, dashing away from enemies mid-flight, dashing back to miss their attack and keep attacking them. Mm. I it's, like it's comparing Caleb's game times to real people. <laughs> What's that? Uh, how long to beat on? How long does Caleb just like fly through stuff? How long to beat says ten and a half hours for main story, fifteen hours for completionist. Caleb. All right. Well, I don't know what to tell you. He's a speedrunner. Hundred <laughs> percent. Nine hours. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, but. It's pretty good. It's yeah. It's got that. It's got that Zelda-like feel where you know it puts you into a hub world, and there's various branching paths to dungeons where you explore and find new abilities that allow you to unlock the boss key. Then you go fight the boss and finish it off. So nothing particularly impressive there, but um, kind of it's just a just a fun little exploration combat game. I liked those like bonus platforming areas. Those are cool. Yeah, the the void areas. Yeah, it's the it's the way you get new um, heart containers. Is you go to these the the void realm, and there's these just big platforming challenges that are they get they get pretty hard. One of them took me quite a while to complete. Apparently, not long enough. <laughs> True. Uh, Fifteen I, hours. <laughs> uh, I played some of this game Omno, which I backed on Kickstarter a while back. It's just a very relaxing chill slight puzzle they're not like very complex but there's they're puzzles uh and you're just kind of exploring this uh this little world as you travel through i think you're like trying to track down the ancients or something but i i haven't played a whole lot of it so it's uh, it's just a very relaxing pretty game it looks pretty yeah visuals are nice Mm. uh got that journey look yeah Mm -hmm. it's got that feel to it too right there's no there's no meeting random people online that you don't know are real people for a while, but oh, yeah, no, that's like the big journey thing that's really cool, right? Doesn't have that. I think I but. like the scarves in Journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scarves are great, actually. Uh, the last thing I've been playing is this game called Lost Ruins, uh, which is a maybe best described as like a kind of hard as nails Metroidvania. Oh, uh, it's pretty difficult. A lot of, uh, you know, dodging attacks and striking back in the, the moment that you have to attack before getting hit again. It's also 
very waifu heavy. Nice. Mm. It's a. I think it's a almost a stigma of this game. If you look, one of the first things you'll see is a, a image of a slime boss who's a very. I don't know how you would describe a very um. What's yeah. the word for like uh you humanify something? What's the word I'm looking for? Per, uh, personified. Yeah, kind of. But um, yeah, you you get the idea. It's pretty good though. The uh, oh, yeah. the, the upgrades you get from bosses are really weird. The first thing you get, I think, are striped panties, and then you get yeah. a, a striped bra. It's just like the it's it's got a, a little bit of weirdness to the game for sure. But so far, it's been a really fun Metroidvania. I haven't gotten all the way through yet. It's it's been very difficult, which I enjoy. Hmm. Cool. Uh, well, I'll go next. Uh, but uh, I'm here again, classically with uh, one game. This is how it always <laughs> works for me. Uh, one thing I mentioned interesting about Dota recently. I, of course, been getting way back into it. In fact, like every day after work, I just immediately text Alex. I'm like, yo. Yeah, what the heck? You playing Dota? I, I'm just still working, and I suddenly hear Alex entered Dota two. Aaron moved Dota two. I'm like. <laughs> like instantly both mm-hmm. of you. it's because i text him and he goes yeah and then we're just both sitting here and we instantly move into channel it's important Jeez. it's important it's that level of commitment that defines friendship caleb i just want you to know oh yeah yeah sorry i gotta work i don't know what to yeah do. <laughs> well you're my brother you, you it's, it's fine you got the you just you're okay wow. <laughs> uh but one thing i have noticed recently with dota is we've been getting some weird freaking matches man uh from Playing with a juggernaut that I'm sure that was his first game of Dota he has ever played in his entire life. Meanwhile, I have like 3,500 hours. Alex has like probably 5,000 hours in Dota at this point. Mm-hmm. Somehow, you think more? 6,000? No, I don't think like it's 5,000 yet. But yeah. Uh, but still, I mean, it's it, like, I don't know why we got queued in with that person. It was probably because it was all random and not like nobody queues all random, but we just happened to get into that type of game. Uh, and then we get into a lot of games where instantly people will start griefing Chad or Alex. Just <laughs> mostly Chad. Mostly Chad. And it has nothing Chad... to do with gameplay or anything. It's just like it's a switch. And like 30 seconds into the game, they're just like, freaking pile of trash, get out of my lane, dazzle. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I literally do not understand it. But again, the other night, before the two minute mark, the Medusa had given up the lane and was just jungling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and and we thought, oh, this game is over. No, the enemy team bought two divine rapiers, died in base, so that Medusa could get them. Which means the game went like what forty minutes. Yeah, they went and much we longer. Still lost. They were spanking us so bad because of the rage at the beginning of the game that they literally bought rapiers to give to Medusa. It wasn't like they accidentally died in base. They like went and like threw them at Medusa. <laughs> yeah, to like make the game interesting. Gosh. I do not understand are the, people in that game sometimes. Was this an all random game? No. That no. was a ranked match. Yeah. Okay. That was a ranked match. A ranked game, match. People wouldn't care that much. Speaking of which, if you guys preface with we're playing all random tonight, do you want to join? I might. I might join. Oh, oh, oh maybe. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you're going to end up with a juggernaut who has played exactly one game of Dota than okay. one he's currently random. in. We I feel like I need to, to explain a little bit about the Medusa situation oh. because <laughs> it was ridiculous. So at first, we like we were getting like they were pulling the first of all we're in bottom lane so people who know dota you know we're the, we're in the safe lane bottom lane radiant side and uh we got their their creep camp the one that they can pull to make sure that the creep line doesn't come towards our tower it got pulled so 
I warded it so that they couldn't do that anymore. And then I was waiting for Medusa to come back in the lane. And I was just kind of like running in a circle, like not knowing what he was doing while he's taking all of these hits from the enemy. And then he types out to me, dude, why are you just letting them hit me? Like, bro, we need to get back into lane. And then I was like, I could leave lane if you want. Like, he's like, he goes to jungle. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, no, I don't. So then the rest, switch, of the, the rest of the game was horrific after that. And then the minor apiaries stuff happened. Uh, game recently that we played, uh, I fell asleep to this noise. Please tell me that came through the mic. No, no, no. 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 That was okay. I heard silence, which I was like, I too would fall asleep to nothing. Voice right. suppression got it. Give me 30 seconds, continue conversation, and I'll come back with the oh noise. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So in addition to the Juggernaut game, which that was definitely his first game ever, we also separately had a game where it was two people that clearly in their profiles, this is the first Dota match, and they played like it. And we were against them, and we destroyed <laughs> them so hard. And then we queued again, and we got queued against them a second time. Oh, that's it was yeah. the worst time for them. Yeah, they had they had the worst night. Oh, there you go, Chad. You didn't like. Ping 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 ping. You didn't like take it easy on the second game, you know, just kind of chill and. Well, the first game. And play. The first game, they started like saying something in all chat, and then Chad started talking <laughs> about their KD, and then we realized that they were brand new and that we were being a little mean to them. And so we didn't, we didn't like flame them at all. The second game, like Chad held himself oh, back. How nice of you to yeah. not flame yeah. them well, at okay. all. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. no, no, no. The first game, uh, Copter was like, finish fast, please. But then they like kept attacking us. And then Crystal Man said, you guys effing suck. And so that's when I was like, okay, I can say something. And then once we figured out they were brand new, the second game, yeah, we didn't say anything, but I didn't hold back. Gosh. <laughs> it's been a wild time in Dota recently. Yeah, I fell asleep to the ping sound because in the last game we played, like literally any anything that moved, if the if the fog of war was moved like slightly, it, <laughs> like it's, somebody was pinging it, and I was like, I I actually told him I was like, dude, if you don't stop pinging, I, I'm gonna do something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw. Go throw. Uh Chad, how about you? What have you been playing lately, bud? So I, uh, on a whim, bought Operation Tango because Matt was here with me, one of my buddies from college. And, uh, looks fun as hell. Yeah, so he was here and he was like, do you have anything that, uh, to play? Like, do you want to play some games? And I was just like thinking, I'm like, I don't play games in the same <laughs> house with people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always over the internet. So like, what do, what do I do? Caitlin was gone at this time, though. So I was like... Oh, there's this game Operation Tango that I wanted to play, and so bought that. Still crap. over the internet, though. Still over the internet. We, of but it's like two computers in the same house, so we're you know is is different. Uh, started playing <laughs> that. You get to choose either a spy or a hacker, and it's like you're puzzling your way through like networks and like uh different corporations and um just trying to like steal information. And it's just really cool uh, because you fir- you have to be precise with your puzzles because somebody's also moving through each room while you're doing the puzzles like one room there was a drone that was going in and out of each room and you had to tell your uh, teammate okay what you're going to do is you're going to go this way this way and this way and then you're going to wait for five seconds and then go into the next room and then go up and they have to do it precisely that way or else they get caught Um, but they don't see a map You're, you're basically trying to explain this to them as they're blind because they don't see the map of what you see. Uh, and then another cool part that um, 
I got like cool math vibes from. Like if you guys ever played the game Run, cool where math. there's like like the the hexagon that you're running through as that little like mouse creature, and then you're you're jumping and like trying to get get uh, across the or Audio Surf. No. Audio Surf's another <laughs> one that came to mind. Um, you're, I was basically like writing down the network line. And there was stuff coming from behind me, which I couldn't see. It just warned me that something was coming from behind. Um, and Matt had to tell me which lane I had to be in to not get hit. Uh, I had to collect some data chips. And I had to, as we're doing this, give him different codes that are happening to unlock doors in front of me. Uh, so he had to be like timely on that. Um, and there was also like, he knew which route I needed to take. And then on my side, it was telling me that there's these three numbers. And these numbers mean either server proxy or uh one other path and so i had to like ask him okay which way do i go and then i have to like correlate the numbers it was really quick paced puzzle puzzling and it was it's really like he doesn't really play video games too much except for like the baseball games and stuff like that so uh to me it seems like a really easy game to pick up and get into which is really nice at first he had never played a game like this where only i had information or he had information so i really Mm -hmm. had to like Ex- over explain exactly what was going on. I'm like, okay, I'm staring at this. This is what's going on. This is what color. This is what the number. This is the letter. This is, and I'm like, I can't see anything you were seeing. So you need to give me all the, oh, oh you can't see it. And I was like, no, no, I can't see any of that. So you gotta, get, you gotta feed me information. And then once we got the, the ball rolling, uh, we got like pretty much all the way through. I think there's two more levels that we had to do uh, before we went out to dinner. So it does seem like the best kind of games to get people who, aren't maybe into playing games that much yeah. into playing something. Yeah. I'll try to Alex and I tried the demo of that and I, I, I at least had a lot of fun playing that. It, it, do you think it would be a fun thing for us to play during the twenty four hour stream? It's only, yeah, two, it's people. only two people. Yeah, it's two people. But... It, it yes, if you could if you are the two people that decide mm. that you're gonna be away from the party doing <laughs> yeah, that. Like yeah. yeah, it's it's a great game. You could honestly probably one shot it during the twenty four hour stream. Yeah, when when yeah. you guys are playing Dota and Ben and I need something to do. Yeah, yeah you, you guys you guys will probably be able to finish it because the game says that I played for eight hours, but I left the house with the game running uh <laughs> and came back. So I don't know the exact time. I think I turned Caitlin's game off so I can definitely come back and tell tell you guys exactly how long we played. I don't think it was over Two hours, maybe. It's How a pretty long short game. Says three and a half hours. I was about yeah, to okay. say. Now there is a game that is similar to that that we've played at PAX East. It's like a similar art style, and you play as like teams of multiple people, and so like one team is like the uh, thieves that are like breaking into a place to steal information, and then like another team are like the security. And you can, yeah. It's like a similar art style. Like you know I remember what I'm that. About? I'm not crazy I, because I feel like that would be good for the 24 hours game before and not been able to find it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know what it was called, but I on, know exactly what you're talking about. On this style of game being good for getting people into games, I challenge you to watch my parents play. We were here. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> I think this one's a little. Well, I was doing the hacker side. And I feel like that was a little more complex that than was rough. Yeah. <laughs> On the time we were here, they just announced a new one. We were here forever. Oh, nice. Oh, hey, that was a, okay. Cool. That's great. You yeah. got them in playing like um, Death Squared, right? That we kind of they kind of started off with. Yeah, Death Squared. They seem to get their brains around a little bit more. 
Mm. They could play that they train could, game. They could both see what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Unrailed. They liked Unrailed. Yeah, Unrailed. There we go. That was one of the first things that we played. Mm. Like a two-button game. It's also True. It's also just like... One, there's the mechanics of walking around and looking with a mouse and keyboard. That's true, yeah. And then two, there's the mechanics of you actually have to look at everything. Click on stuff, like... If you're pretty aware read, of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, read multiple things. You can't just stop at the first clue that you get. <laughs> you have to continue down the line for other clues. You have to over-explain what you see to your uh, person that you're with, and it, they were just not having it. That's fair. I love those kind of games. I think they're... Yeah, yeah, they're very I'm good. Excited, I'm excited to play some Operation Tango. Um, let's talk about a couple games that multiple of us played, shall we? Oh yeah. Uh, first and foremost, uh, at least four of us have played The Ascent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that game I, looks uh, awesome. It's very pretty. It's it, also it, oh man, the ray tracing in it looks really good. Yeah, yeah. It's also pretty buggy. It seems. <laughs> yep. At it's least a, for now. When it first released, the multiplayer was incredibly buggy, and now it's just relatively buggy. Yeah. So they seem like they've made some good progress in the short time since they released, but there are um, definitely still issues. Yeah, and this game uh, is is kind of like a um, almost like Blade Runner esque cityscape um, action shooter RPG. You play four players, up to four players. You're running around. It's like a twin stick shooter, kind of, yeah. except you have like abilities as well. Um, it's visually beautiful there is a gun you get or a, a power-up you get right towards the beginning of the game that shoots a giant <laughs> blue laser and literally all of the light on the screen with the exception of the blue laser just goes dim while you're firing it which just looks incredible with mm -hmm. rating tracing um yeah. the game feels good it, it really makes me feel like i'm playing the blade runner game from back like westwood's 1995 blade runner which i'm again does it really make very you feel about. like spider-man uh, it does make you feel like spider-man too yes mm -hmm, as well mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, what do you guys think so far, other than like the visuals? Fun combat's pretty good for one of those types of games. I like the raise and lower gun mechanic. Yes, for a dual stick shooter. Yeah, it's weird to have a a twin stick shooter where you're actually taking cover and it's useful in any yeah. meaningful way. So you can like raise your gun to shoot higher, essentially, which also allows you to shoot over cover if you're high behind cover. It's a, it's it's actually a really neat idea. That works know, it, really well so far. Does it let you up, uh, shoot up one level of stairs? Yes. Yeah, positive. You, it does. So, okay, stairs height is taken into account. Like you can you can shoot above the stairs if you're okay. on them, which does raise your gun. At the top of the stairs, you actually can't shoot people who are at the bottom right, of right. the stairs or below. Well, it's like a tactical disadvantage you. to be above, which is kind of yeah, weird. It is weird. Yeah. When I, I have the, the high ground, that's a bad deep. thing. <laughs> when I played the mission, balls, balls deep. deep. Uh, mm -hmm. the way I beat it, because I think I went in a little early. I was, I was level <laughs> 4, and everything was level 9 and 10, it looked like. Uh -huh. um, I think it's like a level 7 mission or something. Yeah, how I beat that was I would run into the, the hallway, but there was a staircase behind me, and I would shoot once, run away, and then I would aim up the stairs and shoot everything up the stairs <laughs> repeatedly until everybody died. Somehow they they like broke um, aggro at the staircase, but they still were able to take shots. So I see. finagled my way through that. We I also quite... sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was I was gonna say I also uh, I was wondering how it felt co-op because I've been playing solo just to kind of catch up. Um, and from what I'm seeing with the enemies and how they work, 
I just like kite in a circle. Like they're just all following me and I just kite in a circle shooting in one direction. Uh a majority of the spaces. And I was just like, do they spread out and attack everybody? <laughs> so like it actually feels like a battle when this it's four player full on chaos. Yeah. yeah. Multiplayer. <laughs> I don't think multiplayer you're really doing that because they're just all of the enemies are running different directions. So and like we finish crowds pretty quickly, I think, too. Like yeah. We run into a big group of people. There's so much weapon fire at that point. Like, I don't know if quantity of enemies yeah. scales based on the number of players. I'm going yeah, to. I, so. I bet it scales. Yeah. Um, but for us, it really wasn't that big a deal. I don't, I don't, I don't really feel like we were uh, doing like this, the COD zombies map run where you're just running in a circle and shooting zombies when you get in the long hallway. Yeah. There, there would be times where I would like look at the mini map and see that there's a dot off screen and I'd shoot in that direction because I I <laughs> there was all these enemies over to the left, but then there was one to the right coming at me. So I'd get rid of the, the one to the right without even seeing him, see the dot disappear <laughs> and be like, all right, go back to shooting the rest of them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is. Um, man, I, well, I lost it now. <laughs> one interesting thing I find uh, is Caleb tends to run away and go find treasure. He's like me okay. playing Diablo. Really? Uh, oh, but he yeah. just let's talk about yeah. the real person yeah. who just yeah, yeah. leaves. Hey, I do not leave in this game. I'm with the group in this Leap. game. Oh, Alex and I, I and you're like, that. I got shot, Alex, I died. How often is Aaron with the group in this he's, game? He's he's not with us very often. Oh, give like. me a break. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Give me a break. There's a moment that reminded me a lot of Divinity where he was like like I was doing something and Caleb was like, we'll we wait for Alex. Some, like, yeah, we were doing like inventory management. I was like, wait for Alex. He's leveling up. And then Aaron's to wait like, on inventory management. Oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to I'm just looking. I'm just over here. I'm not engaging. Don't worry. And then all sorts of gunfire starts happening. Caleb's like, <laughs> yeah. what's all this gunfire? I just hear shots nothing. In the nothing, guys. Nothing at all. Like, hmm. Hmm. Nothing happened. I wonder what has happened. I wonder what it. happened, which Everything's I feel fine. like same thing in Divinity where it's like, oh, uh, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, luckily in divinity i might have started combat literal instance but yeah 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 not so not the case here i i don't think we've gotten far enough in the errands all about it yet because our our builds haven't really diverged into real builds yet we're all just yeah. kind of running gun dudes right now yeah which is fine but i really would like to see us kind of branch out into like different like i'm really putting a bunch of stuff into biometrics or biomechanics or whatever it is um, I think we're getting there because I've started to get to the point because I've been putting stuff a bunch of stuff into like the grenade use. So I've gotten to the point where I can use grenades relatively frequently. And it seems okay. like a lot more often than you guys. So, so I think we're getting close. I've put points into things that matter for high fire rate. So when I find a chain gun, <laughs> it's going to be sick. When we finally find a heavy weapon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, be be, nice. I'm gonna be the slow heavy weapons guy. I don't I mean, know probably why have it enough... doesn't give you one early. We probably have enough when credits like at this point. You could go buy one. There's, you can't buy any. There's none to buy. I didn't see one. Surprised there's not one at the the gun vendor. Yeah, yeah, there's not. All in all, cool game though. Um, again, I think the the standout thing here is just the visuals are like they're wild. They're really good. Yeah. Uh, I have had some pretty laggy frame rate when we we're in the main area, but out and about, yeah, it looks great. There, I've there's had basically a... no issues with frame rate. It must be nice, Alex. It must be nice. <laughs> yeah. But we've uh, the what's the word I'm looking for? The writing in it is is uh quite good. Yeah. But as a co-op group, you only get uh, kind of bits and pieces of that. I feel like. Yeah. The people are going around grabbing different quests and stuff, which which is fine. But you do miss out on a little bit of the good writing in the yeah. story. 
think Frank was talking to me about this game the other day. I think he said twelve people made it. Twelve people. Wow. Yeah, it's a team of twelve. It's pretty hmm. solid for a group of twelve. Yeah. It's pretty incredible looking game for twelve for sure. Mm-hmm. Um another game that we've been playing recently we should probably talk about. Wait, can we actually talk about this game? Yeah. 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 It's not so, under NDA. We can talk about it. Yeah, Back yeah. for Blood is gonna be available for open beta this weekend, actually. Yeah, it's it's oh it's available it's today. now. It's yeah. today? Okay. Yep. Today. Today. Nice. Well, let's talk about Back for Blood then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you mean Left 4 Dead 3. I mean Yeah, yeah. Uh, Left 4 Dead 3. Yeah, yeah, look, exactly. This game yeah. is everything that I want this game to be when they were like, hey, it's made by the Left 4 Dead team and it's it is a shiny version of Left 4 Dead. Like that's With, like all it some needs smart to be. additions, I think. Yeah, some some good additions to to enhance it just just enough, I think. Yeah. Uh gunplay feels really good. The the card system is very uh, interesting and feels like it Hang gives on. a variety to your. Uh... Let's talk about gunplay for like a okay. minute. Before we... all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. The gunplay is like surprisingly good. Like it's not it's not Destiny two levels of how good guns feel, mm-hmm. but it's it's approaching. It's it's really good for something of that genre. I think because we played like Earth Earthfall, Earthfall, yeah, and the guns in that. Don't feel good. I mean, it's like fine. It's like the redheaded stepchild of Left 4 Dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because even like in the original Left 4 Dead games, the guns on it, like when you picked up a machine gun, you're like, this is fine, I guess. Yeah. It's just like, it was you, like you don't really get to aim down sights. You don't get any modifications. Yeah. It was really just kind of like, all right, we get to fire this thing and it fires faster. Mm-hmm. But in this game, the, the weapons have weight. The, the the bigger like rifles have way more weight than like a submachine gun or a machine gun. Yeah, and there's different stopping powers in the the guns, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. I think I think your character movement goes a long way to help with that as well, because like yeah. you don't have like ridiculous acrobatic character movement, but you just have it just feels good, and your jump is just floaty enough that it feels like you can maneuver like really well around obstacles and stuff like that. Yeah, you don't feel like you have to jump at the very last second to make it to the next, you know, section of whatever your rooftops you're jumping across. A little bit of mantling in there just to make sure it's not yep. stub your toe on a ledge and cry. Yeah, mantling. Yeah. That is a nice addition that people have just made <laughs> in general. Yeah. The games. yeah. Uh, I feel like the the monsters are like really unique and cool too. I mean, granted, they do have some things that are similar in an element and style to what they had in left for dead but it's far yeah. enough removed and i feel like the scale of the monsters whatever that big one is that we fought in that one map what is that thing the called ogre the ogre, ogre. Yeah. oh that yeah. is ogre. crazy cool yeah what, aside what from the... the ogre i think they maybe are lacking a little bit in almost like the atmosphere of the specials because in left for dead a smoker grabs you and you're even like slightly separated from the group. And it's a it's a problem that people have right. to deal with immediately. Yeah. In this game, there's not really that. There's like a charger that can grab you, but he grabs you in the middle of everyone. It's not like he takes you somewhere. Well, right. dangerous. Any of the range things or any of the ones that do jump on you, uh, like the sleepers, you know, it, it jumps on you and causes you damage, but nothing will one will just uh, will uh, CC you and kill you. There's yeah. nothing that instantly CCs and kills you. Uh, when I was playing with Alex and we were doing the uh, the PvP stuff, yeah, I realized that like 
there wasn't anything that anybody was playing that could just like one good smoker that you know you would choke you out and you're away from your team you'd die like but there was nothing that did that because even yeah. if you were split away you'd probably lose half your health maybe three quarters uh and the only times that we actually were able to kill people were when they would like alone by themselves and then we comboed stuff we'd like yeah we used uh i don't want to say this what was it the hawker because the hawker yes. would would hold them in place, so we'd hawk them. They'd be tied up and held in place. They couldn't go anywhere. They would take damage from that, and then like the uh, the puker guy would come up and I think it's, explode I don't on say them. It's or, like the retcher or something like that. Yeah, you can like spew bile on people from far away. So like Owen would lock people down away from the group if they they wandered too far, and then I would just spew stuff on top of them, and they would have to sit in the pool. Yep, mm. they'd take acid damage, and then the regular zombies would show up. I'm sorry, uh, what are they called? <laughs> ridden. 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 Ridden, yeah. What uh, is the Ridden? Maybe that's why there's not any specials like the Smoker, like the Hunter, is because multiplayer exists in this game, and it's got to be slightly balanced towards that. Yeah. I, I think so, and I think it's also just like, uh, uh, it's less of a feel-bad of like, Versus. if you go off on your own you're going to get a lot of damage and most likely it'll kill you, but mm-hmm. it's not a hundred percent. Whereas in left for dead, if you went off on your own, you're a dead man. There was, there yeah, was pretty much, you, you just, you knew that you would get hit by a hunter or a smoker or whatever, and you would die. And that's the end of it. Yep. So left for dead it, had a versus mode, but it felt very much like it was just thrown in there yeah. in addition to, right, whereas yeah. I feel like they're promoting versus in this game as like a, like a major Almost component main mode yeah well even. there is as i discovered apparently not a pvp campaign like there is in yeah. left for dead yeah it's just survival and it, it feels way more balanced in that way yeah. like it's it's a series of rounds that you play where you switch back and forth from ridden to humans and basically you're just trying to live longer as the humans in order to win the round yeah, I was very happy with the PvP experience. I didn't think it was that bad. It's pretty it's pretty cool. Yeah. And you get to upgrade your it, your like ridden. Um Yeah, the other thing we didn't mention is like the the specials, there's like three variants of each special, which I think is kind of interesting. It was a little confusing to us when we just played the campaign because we were like, wait, I thought that dude just like Yeah, I thought that dude slammed around with his like, fist, yeah. not grabbed people and strangled them. Yeah, it's just like slightly slight variance on each of the special types. Yeah, because you always have one that's like on the wall spitting stuff or doing something like that. And then you got one dude with a big ass arm who's always doing something. Either he's grabbing you or he's just like slamming down on the ground. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. there's one large one that's either puking uh, bile on you or is like a time bomb and trying to charge in and blow up. And then there's the ogre. And then there's the ogre, which I have but to say, I like oh, man. the ogre a lot because it's when, fun. yeah, when tanks would show up, you'd be like, oh, fuck, there's a tank. But you knew that you could kind of deal with the tank. It was just problematic. When the ogre shows up, just it takes up your entire screen. And I was like, yeah. oh, it's like, a, th- like it's a lot the first time you see it. I like yeah. walking yeah. out of that room and turning left and it's just standing there and you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is so much bigger than all the other enemies. Yeah. How do you deal with it? Limited ammo, limited resources? Based on trailers I've seen, I think there's other types of giant ridden too. I think that's there is so too. Cool. I'm about it. I really like the giant ridden. I think that's a really nice touch because it really feels like 
the oh shit moment of like yeah. Yeah. what the fuck to do whereas like when tanks would show up you'd just be like oh this is bad but i can handle it this is like yeah. oh this is bad and i need to run <laughs> i hope usually they did in left for dead when tanks would show up it was just the tank Mm-hmm. And this, yeah. the ogre shows up, and there's a ton of regular guys just yeah. moving around that you got to also deal with. Yeah, when I was playing on veteran mode, it, we died from the regular yeah. zombies because Scrub. I was too busy shooting <laughs> at the uh, ogre that nobody was shooting at the ridden. And so I was like, oh, guys, we have to shoot the ridden too. You can't just yeah. focus the ogre. Yeah, I really hope. Be careful. I really hope with this, uh, like the beta that we played, that they took what they were making and they really toned it down and just gave us like a small taste of some of the other enemies outside of the the main ridden, because yeah. that would really make the game, I mean, accelerate. That like you know, if we mm-hmm. go from this and then we go play the regular game, and all of a sudden there's these other enemies we've not encountered, we haven't played against, different variations, different cards. The game all of a sudden doesn't even feel like the beta. Sometimes I don't like that when you play a game for a while, you play a beta, you play it over and over and over and over and over. And then you go play the regular game and it's like, well, I played this. I mean, you got some new levels and stuff, but it doesn't feel like I'm being Spider-Man. You know, it feels like it's just (laughs) the third variant of all of the different uh, ridden types uh, or all the special types uh, was not in the beta. Yeah. Mm. So gotcha. whatever those third variants are, we will find out later. Maybe it's in the open. Yeah, era. but those like, guys with the big arms, I think we only ever saw two. So I was curious. Yep. Yeah, we only see the two of each. So whatever that third mm. type is, we will find out that later. Mm. Mm. And does I'm, it explain I'm, why it's called the Ridden anywhere? You know, I don't think it ever does. Because in the beta, uh, walkers and zombies were under copyright. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's almost no way zombies are copyrighted, True right? That. That's crazy. Ridden, like um, ridden. I did. You got to get rid of them. <laughs> wow. The ridden are <laughs> the ridden are formerly human hosts of the devil worm parasite. Okay, that doesn't. Happen. I don't know if that explains <laughs> the, the name. So the worm is <laughs> I did a, a while back cut Owen off from something. I'm talking about the, the card system in the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, pretty yeah. Big iteration from Left 4 Dead. So. Which kind of feeds into, I think, their idea of making this like a semi roguelike. Yeah. Like they call, when you start a, a campaign mission up, they call it cre- a run. Like you're hitting the button that says create run. And there's this card system of modifiers in the game that you unlock that do things like give you more stamina or make you uh, have more lives or take less damage or do more damage or, you know, all sorts of different modifiers. Um, and it seems like there's a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. We I, apparently we barely scratched the surface of the different um, uh, supply, lines, supply lines that you can run down to get right. all of those things because I was looking up like everything that was in the beta and I was like oh we we were missing a <laughs> lot and a lot of the good <laughs> ones too so I was like mm, this yeah. is why we were laughing but like garbage at veteran mode when we just got like thrown out it's it also adds an interesting concept where you can like build different you build different decks of the cards right that are yeah. almost different builds so you'll pick different characters you start with depending on which one you kind of want to go through or which one your party needs so it's, it's kind of interesting from that perspective because left for dead doesn't have any of that right you just pick a yeah. random person they don't have any benefit yeah and even the characters themselves had benefits of like oh this person allows the team to do this or this person has uh is is able to you know regain harder. stamina on a melee kill yeah yeah 
And they're, so, they're like, it's really cool how they've made those different. Yeah. Um, let's talk about a couple other things in Games World. Uh, first of all, Chad, you went to a concert, uh, Ariana Grande concert, right? Honestly, I didn't. <laughs> I was doing a lot over the weekend. Uh, but I, I did look up a video where I could watch the entire thing to see, like, because I've been to basically every Fortnite event that's come out like travis scott right. concert all of the major events leading up to the new seasons right you, like on, like if you want to play fortnite at any time playing in one of those events is probably one of the best like situations you can put yourself in because it's just a lot of fun to experience this it's a it's a battle royale but then they add this huge production value to it uh that like no other game really does right now yeah um mm-hmm. warzone has tried but kind of flopped Oh, they uh, flopped. Not kind of. They flopped. What so did they try? Warzone try? They yeah. the whole thing with when they changed the map back to the nineteen what what year is it? Nineteen eighty seven, six, yeah. whatever. Doesn't matter. But they had like a nuke go off, and like the zombies were showing up for a while, and then yeah. time went backwards. Like the whole it's, thing about Fortnite is that they always do an overtime thing leading up to a big event that happens. Mm-hmm. Um. Except for the concerts, of course. Concerts are kind of one of those things where they just announce them and it happens. Uh, what Warzone started to do was they started adding zombies in each section of like the map, and they would move around. People were speculating that after they came in on the ship, they would move over to you know the hospital, they'd move over to you know the quarry, etc. And you would have zombies all over the map, which would have been annoying, but also cool at the same time. Uh, but what they did is it's basically a herd of zombies just moving from one point to the next, and that's it was mm-hmm. it's consolidated on each POI. And then they said that they're going to have an event happen uh, between the two seasons, but they really didn't promote it very well. Like I had mm-hmm. to do a ton of digging to find the date, the time. I even missed it and had to watch Nick Merckx and and Tim the Tapman do like participate in it. Uh, and it was just a weird event. While Fortnite, it's like in your face, like. Hey, this is the date. This is the time. This is how early you should probably sign in mm-hmm. to make sure you get a slot. Uh, like Epic Games knows what they're doing when it comes to these events. Do you think some like of that is because of the uh, the celebrity value to it? Of just like, hey, this is Ariana Grande. Like we got Ariana Grande mm-hmm. money here for like, concerts. Yes, for the rest of the events, no, because there's not really anybody that's famous when they're going it from one season okay. to the next. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. they they just have like always Warzone. had a good track. Go ahead, Caleb. It's not like they're almost just scared to go a little too big. Like they're scared yeah. to put too much into it and it not pay off for them right. or something. Or it's because of everything else that goes on in the company. And, you know, yeah, <laughs> they're not really focused yeah. on making fair, fair good point. games and they're just wanting I mean, the bottom line not, of money. Yeah. And then they're not focused on uh, making sure there aren't, you know, there aren't cheaters and hackers. <laughs> there and, is know. actually in, in the news uh, an anti cheat is coming this season. Oh, they give been, me a oh, break. Wow. And they've been working on it for a year. Wow. Okay. I mean, they developed what? it for the new Call of Duty, and then they were just like, hey, can we get that a little sooner? Unless because we didn't develop anything for level. ours. Man, it needs yeah. to be a kernel level anti It's be a freaking rootkit you install on your computer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, uh, remember when people were freaking out about that with Valorant? What? Yeah. Nuts. I mean, it's pretty invasive. It's ridiculous. I mean, it is. Yeah. It is. So going back to the topic that we started with, Ariana Grande. (laughs) Uh, Easiest paycheck of her life, I'm pretty sure. pretty much. Seriously. Like, okay, so I first started watching Charlie, which is Penguins are Critical, whoever whoever you want to know him by. Uh, And he was making a lot of comments during it, and I was like, okay, I need to go watch, like, the pure, like, I want to take it in for myself without somebody talking over it. Uh, 
it was pretty like from a from a developer standpoint and like creating all the visuals and uh it was good it was like really good it's pretty from, elaborate from an ariana grande standpoint she probably was just like here's three songs go for it yeah <laughs> i doubt she did anything other than give consent to use her music yeah in the quote-unquote concert because all the stuff that her like model is doing is like fantastical like she's not mo-capping that they didn't get her in a studio <laughs> and strap her up on wires and have her fly around on a broomstick <laughs> like how do you know <laughs> yeah they, di- they didn't do what they did for uh for our boy posty and pokemon mm-hmm. there was also a little bit ago um on tiktok there was a virtual concert uh for uh madison beer i think um yep. And she actually got mo-capped and like she was doing the dances and singing and then it got like transformed into the animation and mm-hmm. it, it actually looked like when you're watching it on TikTok, it actually looks like it could be real. And then there was times where you're like, oh, there we go. I see the animation. Like I saw the flaw, um, but it looks like realistic as crap. And people in the con- like in the comment section of TikTok were like, Oh my gosh, is this real? Like, is this? And then people are like, no, it's animated, and not, like you can see some of the flaws here and there. But yeah, Ariana Grande didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just saw because I was, I was booting up Epic to play uh, some Magic, and I just saw this like uh, on the Fortnite, like the the characters on it changed, and I was like, oh, who's this like KDA looking chick? That's pretty cool. <laughs> and then like a couple hours later, I was like. Oh wait, that's supposed to be Ariana Grande. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, this is like a thing. Yep, ADA is a good example of what that thing looks like. Yeah, like yeah, it, what, is, what was she Madison very much doing? looks was like that, somebody from KDA. Was that related to Riot in any way? League of Legends stuff? Because she's been on their KDA stuff. Oh, has a she a decent amount? Yeah, mm. I'm curious. No, don't know. Um, also. Owen, did you have a bachelor party? Yeah, Star Wars Battlefront Two. Yeah, you was, you personally attended a bachelor I, I, I party just, I, I, in I, the game. I, of Star okay. Wars Battlefront Two. So let me let me explain this. So <laughs> my friend uh, asked that his bachelor party. He's like, I want to play Galactic Conquest from the original 2005 Star Wars Battlefront oh, Two. I love Galactic Conquest. That's the best what mode a, in that yeah, game. Yeah, best what a very goddamn s- mode ever. Yeah, specific serious. request for a bachelor yeah. party. That is Listen, all true. I wanted. True. I've been so, thinking for years about it. What I want. <laughs> yeah. So we got two uh, Xboxes together. We got two uh, Battlefront 2 discs. We hooked them up. We got all the controllers and everything. Um, and me and him tested this out a couple weeks ago. Uh, and apparently, there's just no way to have eight people play Galactic Conquest. Really? For some reason, you can't do it. You can do it split screen on a single Xbox, but you cannot uh, uh, Ethernet into another Xbox or LAN it at any in any way. Um, mm. And mm. so I was like, "Well, that sucks. I know that this is what you were looking forward to, but I have an idea. What if we just make Galactic Conquest out of the quick play of all of the maps? So we printed out a map." that we laid out of all of the different planets that you can go on in Star Wars Battlefront 2 and uh, a couple of like dud spaces so you can move them around and we put it on a poster board and then we had pins that were on each planet that were color coded for who had control of the planets and then there was uh, another pin type uh, and those were all of the starships and we painted those blue and red to be the different teams 
so you could move your starship around on the board and that is how you would have the starships and that is how you know where you'd be fighting we then also broke down and said okay honor system no one can play anything other than the regular uh soldier until they spend points on mate on on like basically purchasing a unit Mm-hmm. And that way you could like unlock all of the different classes like you can in Galactic Conquest. So we had, okay, uh, if you win, you get two points. If you lose, you get one point. Every single group, every single uh, unit was two points to buy. Buying a new ship was two units to, oh, was, uh, two points to buy. Um, and any of the like big commando things or, or like, uh, uh, like droidicas or anything like that was four points. Uh, and so then we had the system all laid out. We had little bowls with like the little like counters that you used to put on Pokemon cards, the little like gem looking things. <laughs> so we had Good those because that was in the center. That was like where you when you got points, you'd take those and you put them into your bowl. And then you would go to your team and you talk to your team where you'd want to move your pin. And then you'd come to the war room where like the main board was and you'd move the pin of your starship up to the other planets and then the other team would do the same thing and then you'd figure out which maps you were going to fight on and then you'd load up a couple of maps and you'd play them uh and that is exactly what we did for his bachelor party and it turned out pretty good um i will say i don't think i quite understand like what if somebody moves a, a starship to a place that the enemy's not how does that function in terms of like actually playing the game then you just mm. uh you either because there were some dead spaces that there were no planets or anything so you just moved them you just moved to that spot and then next round you'd be able to move from there uh or you'd be like oh hey their pin used to be here or their pin is going to be here and our pin is going to be there and then that's when you did the space battles mm. um it worked out fairly well the other rule that we had was that if you wanted to play uh, as any of the heroes, you had to take a shot. <laughs> because that was our way of like, hey, don't play the hero every goddamn second. Right. Um, uh, and it, it worked fairly well. It was a very... Uh, it was a very complicated way to ring up doing Galactic Conquest, and I'm sad that I just didn't have the mode, but it worked. It you sounds know? like you put a lot of effort into making Galactic Conquest happen without actually mm-hmm. being able to make it happen in game. Yeah. So I applaud you on that. We we <laughs> made sure that it happened because that is what he wanted and that is what he got. It does really give me the itch to go back and get some like Xboxes and a crossover cable and do 4v4 Halo 2. Oh god, man. <laughs> I miss the days. I miss the days. Yeah, no, I, I, I miss the days of doing and... stuff like that too. Hey, Alex, shut up Alex. I want the, the OG. The days have returned. I need a crossover cable. If there's not a crossover cable involved, it's not the real thing. <laughs> also, Infinite's coming out for you to play soon. So yeah, 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 yeah. I can't play shooters right. on, on controller anymore. You the can't? multiplayer's free to play. No. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Just, just go play Doom with controller, Chad. Then you'll be fine. You figure it out. I just I have <laughs> such a skill with mouse and keyboard that when I go back to controller, I'm like, I don't. I haven't practiced this way in years, so yeah. like, it feels foreign to me. It's Dude, very the controller for Aaron just flabbergasts me. I cannot <laughs> I know, even. I don't know, man. I cannot. It's the only shooter I play in that way. I, I don't, I don't know understand. Why. I can't tell you. Because you the aim I, assist. I, well, I think it. I think it's. Uh, no, I, it's not because of aim assist. Really, actually, there's not a lot of like. 
I think it's weapon swapping and glory kills. I'm very quick at doing them on controller. And when you play on whatever the super hard mode is, unless you're just constantly glory killing people, you die. You You've got to move can, around super you fast. You have a single button on keyboard and mouse as well, right? You can put I it just, on a mouse For button. some reason, very I easy. can mechanically do it very, very well on the controller. And I cannot <laughs> on mouse and keyboard. I understand. I it's, I okay, no sense. it's okay. It's okay. I don't know, I don't guys. Follow. I can't. I got Whatever. When I first I'm learned sorry. of this blasphemy, he tried blasphemy. very hard to argue logically for it, and I'm just like, I don't. Yeah, I've given up a logic argument. He, I'm just saying it's for me now. His early arguments were like, <laughs> but it's in the style of like an old shooter. I'm like, original shooters were on PC. Like <laughs> yeah. console shooters didn't happen until Halo. Yeah. Like, Thank what are you, you talking Thank about? Thank you, Alex. Heck yeah. Halo. That's but what you I'm don't, talking about. But you don't <laughs> aim down sights. Uh, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah. CSGO? <laughs> you don't have enough sites on CSGO? I don't know, man. It just it works for me, guys, okay? This is an umbrella, all right? No judgment here no about umbrella. my game I, playing I don't judge none whatsoever. So I mean, I, there are some There's so many moments during Nightmare where you have to, like, precisely aim and hit a specific part of a body, otherwise you lose. Yeah. Most of the time Absolutely. I get it. No problem, man. Because of aim assist. Aim assist. It's not because aim of aim assist. It's definitely aim assist. <laughs> Get out of here. It's not because of aim assist. It's because I'm flying across the sky and I have that one rune that slows down time and I just zoom in and you're dead. Really, I never thought about it until now, but really me and Caleb played like a higher version of Nightmare than you did. True. That's true. Did you beat the whole thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Both the regular game and the expansion on Nightmare? I haven't played the expansion yet. And all of the Slayer Gates? If you say you beat all of the Slayer Gates on Nightmare, I will give you my crown. I did everything. <laughs> all the Slayer Gates on Nightmare in the expansion. Not in the, I didn't play the expansion, like I said. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Well, now you got it easier <laughs> than I did because they've since nerfed that Slayer Gate that no one could beat. <laughs> did, you even, did you beat it before it was nerfed? Yes. It took like oh five and a half gosh. hours, but I finally beat it. It was the most... I don't. Let's not even talk about it. That, those were dark <laughs> hours, okay? Uh... Last but not least in Game Realm, we should probably talk a little bit about Lone Echo 2 because I know there's a soft spot Ooh, for Lone Echo I just, for a couple Lone of people Echo in here. Two? I just put it on here because I had no idea, but it comes out in like less than two weeks. Wow. I didn't know so, that was so soon. That was yeah. going to happen. I haven't uh, even played Lone Echo 1. It's <laughs> oh, really good. You should finish it. <laughs> it comes out on the 24th, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. Okay. Lone Echo is one of the best VR games that exists. Yep, for sure. It, Speaking of Half-Life Alex. Beat Saber, those are like the three. Don't ask Jake about it. <laughs> does he throw up every time he thinks yeah, about probably. it? Yes. I, yes, I haven't does. put my VR headset back on since Alex had a conversation with me oh, the other nice. day where uh, my VR headset has been laying on the ground behind me. And he said that uh, sometimes people have, when they put their headset back on after it's been on the ground for a while, uh, they'll see a shadow of a creepy crawler uh, on the inside of their glasses because it's a warm spot, and it's just a spider inside of their <laughs> their goggles. And I'm oh like, my God. as he was saying <laughs> this, as he was saying this, I open the drawer, put my headset in the drawer, and close the drawer. I'm like, I'm not having it on the ground anymore, and I haven't touched it since. Apparently, you it's you gotta be a little careful with spiders for it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I read the story on Reddit, and somebody like had a spider shadow across their lens while they had the thing on and it scared them to death dude but i, I uh, apparently it's like when you leave it plugged in so it stays like warm and then it's like a warm toasty electronic spot for the, the critters to get to i guarantee you there's a spider in my headset you can't see it because it's too dark but it's like right 
here. It hangs <laughs> on the, in the ceiling right underneath like some definite places where spiders would crawl. So thanks for that, Alex. Really appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's like off and not. Oh, no, it's just maintaining plugged in. Mm, well, <laughs> you got, I guess I got some spiders. Sure. I, you're not running the Oculus stuff, so I think it does turn it all the way off in that case. Oh, maybe it does. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Steam it, stuff does turn it all the way off. It feels kind of cool. <laughs> As the spider there's crawls a, out, there's a uh, there's a yellow light on, but I definitely yeah, had my headset in the basement for a long time, and then when I went to go put it on a while back, I inspected it thoroughly to make sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's How a are lot you of creepy inside down the here, glasses? Man. But I didn't have I didn't problems. have any webs or anything, so I was like, all right, cool. Uh, Do we before we leave? Do we know anything about Lone Echo Two? Um. I think it's just picking up where the story left off. Okay. I, yeah, I haven't just... really looked into it too much. I just heard it was coming out, and I was like, oh, dang. Okay, yeah. I'm super excited now. I didn't realize yeah. it was going to be a thing at all, really. Um, let's skip over, uh, skip over news and board game stuff here and move on to some things so we can wrap up since we've had you know f- some fun technical difficulties here <laughs> this cast. Uh, let's talk about it. two things in film realm that I know several of us have watched. Number one is the... Suicide Squad, not to be confused with Suicide Squad 2016. This is oh, wait, James Gunn the, iteration. This, this is the new one with um, the shark. What's his name? King, King shark. shark. King Shark. Yeah, yeah. King Shark. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Yes. Also, yes. <laughs> Very Amazing. Uh, Did he say and it King has, Shark is a shark? No, not once. That was which is a little disappointing, but he's also a really lovable character, I think. Yeah. Um, does anybody uh, know if his character within this movie is accurate to the comics? I no have idea. no idea. I had no idea. That'd be an own question if anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the problem. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. So, oh, so, gosh, no. And this is, this is why I say this. I'm it. seeing it this weekend. So you can pretty much see this within the trailers that he's kind of dumb um, or slow or what, however you want to say it. But when I watch the animated series of Harley Quinn, uh, that came out a while ago. Um, he wasn't. He wasn't dumb. He was able to complete sentences. And so, like while I was watching the Suicide Squad, I was just kind of annoyed because I'm oh, like, no. I'm like, this is what they did to his character. Like, am I just looking at an inaccurate representation? And that's like the first oh. taste I got. And now oh, I'm seeing an accurate that's, representation. That's funny because that's like the opposite of what I experienced. Because we watched the DCAU, and in that, he's just literally only ever says King Shark is a shark. He's yeah. like so basically for, Groot, but DC. Right. Yeah. Right. And so it was like an upgrade from that. I was like, ooh! Gosh, yeah. He said real words now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> King Shark is a shark. That, that's the only phrase he had in that yeah. yep. whole series. That's all he ever said. Also, John Cena's character, excellent. Ex- absolutely excellent. Loved it. Hilarious. <laughs> the, I think... Uh, in the right role with the right writing, he's actually like a really yes. good actor. Oh, yeah. And I think... <laughs> James Gunn, Jim Gunn's not a really good actor. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I think James Gunn's ability to like create dark, like dark shots, uh, scary shots, but like interject comedy is pretty incredible. This, the movie is very well done. A lot. I mean, if you like light years better than 2016 Suicide Squad, for sure. We'll just mark that one out and forget about it. I think everyone. Yeah, I'm pretty did. sure they I have. Think they're past that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's Caitlin literally the point of this. C- Caitlin Wynn, this, this, this is just like the first one. <gasps> what? <laughs> I was like, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Just so like you're things. wrong when it comes to the buttons on Pokemon Unite, you're wrong about this. <laughs> Wait, so as, as a whole movie standalone, good? Yes. Very good. Joker, bad? Very good. Not standalone very good. by itself? Yeah. Yeah, very good, I think. Very yep. good. Okay, nice. Yeah. It, it was nailed, a good... He nails, like, the, the group dynamic comedy action a lot uh, better. Yeah, like, similar to the first Guardians of the Galaxy, I think. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, First Guardians is good stuff, so, yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of buy-in to each character's personality, so it's not like you're just highlighted on one of... It's not just, like, uh, what's the main guy's name? Bloodshot? Mm. Is that his name? Deadshot. Bloodshot? Deadshot. No. No, no Deadshot's not. the first one. Blood, oh, Blood Sport. It's Deadshot. Oh. Blood Sport. Yeah. It's not Blood Bloodshot, Sport. which is that Vin Diesel movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blood Sport. They don't, like, just, like, focus in on his character. They really develop all of the people who are around him, which I really mm. I really like. So you get to, like, love and hate people that are with him. And there's some weird freaking Suicide Squad members. <laughs> yeah. Wow. They also a... bring up, like, characters that have almost never been heard of before yeah. and, like, make them actually, like, likable. And like, you connect to them, like, immediately rather yeah. than... In the last one, where it's just like, here's a bunch of characters thrown in your face. Yeah, yeah. like good old uh, TDK, what a good character. <laughs> I was, I was also thinking just Polka Dot Man. Like, yeah, that guy too. Polka Dot Man, what a oh. good name. There's some. That sounds fun. That's very really good. It's very strange. It's very there's, good movie though. There's an upcoming Suicide Game or Suicide Squad game, right? Yes. Yeah. Open world game or something. Like a four player co-op. With, yeah, that's I right. thought it was a three-player co-op with four characters. <laughs> I sure hope not. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, in the opposing universe, we have Marvel's What If, which just came out uh, yeah. this week at some point. Yeah, it came out yesterday. Yesterday, there we go. Yep. Um, what'd you think, Owen? Uh, I thought it was pretty solid. I really, I really liked it. it. You know, it's it's a very short, condensed versions of, or at least this one was a very short, condensed version of um, uh, the the Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's just the what if uh, Peggy got injected and not um, Captain Steve, Steve Rogers? Yeah. yeah, which let's be real, it sounds way more interesting. Yeah, it it was. was very interesting. Yes, yeah. I thought it was very interesting. I very much liked it. I uh, the the only thing that I kind of thought about, and you know, I and there's no real way for them to do anything with it, is that they're changing so much of the past in this kind of a world for this story that mm. I kind of wanted to see how that crept out into more future events mm. like am i supposed to just think that everything then after that point worked the same but like one of the things is like howard makes an iron man suit basically from the tesseract and so i'm just like okay so are there like is are, are iron man suits common now because like <laughs> right. they've done it before and they know how to power it or like you know is it still a thing that tony ends up making on his own later um so that was kind of a thing that i was wondering how like that worked out and how like peggy would have interacted with uh the modern day avengers and events going forward but i also kind of think like you would need an entire series right to delve into that and there's no cinematic universe for that again yeah yeah i i kind of wonder and i don't know that this is even possible but after watching loki and then going and watching this it almost feels like when I first heard about what if, I thought, okay, this is just going to be like a literal what if, like what if this one instance changed. But really, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, these could be different universes. It's just a way of describing them from what is the main, what is the guy's name? The observer, uh, the watcher, the watcher, the watcher, the watcher. So it can almost be like him observing branch universes, but they're also really long. So I don't know how that fits in, you know, because normally you have to trim quickly. I it would be really interesting if these come into play because of the Loki right. stuff yeah. that has happened. I don't know if that's like the order how things work. Like mm. once, you know, once his, uh, uh, Kang the Conqueror's other version died if like those branches were able to branch out from the past somehow and create these alternate what ifs I, yeah, I it could mean, be really cool if they tied in that I, I would hope that they would because it seems like something that they would to tie in and it's a thing of just like look you know a throwaway line ties this in and it's not like any of this is going to really impact anything like you're not right. going to to bring in uh you know the uh like anemic steve rogers into the marvel and you're just right like, I, there's no reason for you to really do this other than just kind of like say a nod of just being like hey that watcher person that's talking is talking about multiple universes from the king of the conqueror thing and that's all you have to do just a sentence can just canonize it and just be like this is fine like, mm-hmm. you don't need to actually worry about any of this. None of this is actually going to show up in any of the movies. It's really just fluff piece of just kind of us having some fun ideas of, like, you know, what if this happened? Um, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It's a cool like, take. Yeah, I, I thought it was a cool take. It was really nice to see um, Peggy kick ass. It was also really cool to um, see how the serum affected her, not just physically, but also uh like her uh characteristics because mm-hmm. she was a lot more mm-hmm. cocky and a lot less like calculated like she nor- like she was in her own uh series that was on ABC yeah uh because like i guess it's cuz one of those things of hey if you're a woman and you're not that powered in this time frame and everything you're going to be more of a spy you're going to be more thoughtful you're going to but like this she's just like oh i'm going to run into things head first because i have the serum and i fucking can and yeah. so like it definitely changed her character and that was kind of cool to see uh it's also anytime jeffrey wright narrates something this is just a plus yeah. his voice is excellent <laughs> I would, I, would, great. I would love to to see him actually pick up the mantle and be like a live action watcher. That'd be awesome. And oh, that would be yep. wild. The character's so ridiculous in the MCU. The the head writer of this actually confirmed that this is canon. And we th- that brings in the question of, are we going to see these multiverses converge and are they going to become live action? Weird. I would, I would doubt it highly. Unless, unless, something, mm. unless it's something that like rings so much with a broader audience that I could, I could not see them actually doing anything with it. Like you're not going to see Haley Atwell come back to the MCU. I, I, I love her. I think she's fantastic, and I love Agent Carter, and I would love to see that in any form. But I highly doubt we're going to get her in the suit and being like, oh, yeah, Captain Carter is going to come in for this movie or in a cameo in this show. Like, I just, I don't think I mean, think we're also on the first episode, yeah. which is, in my opinion, the way I could describe this is a whiplash of a movie in 30 minutes. Yeah, it like, very yeah. much is. <laughs> It, li- mm-hmm. it was literally the first Avenger, but in 30 yeah. minutes. Well, yeah. yeah. I think they were like 45 minutes, but still. 
it, it, it very much is that just sped through. And so I'm sure that I think the next one is supposed to be um, Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's T'Challa instead of Star-Lord. And How so weird. I'm sure it'll be the exact events of the, of, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, but just T'Challa. Interesting. It's very cool. It's very cool. If you guys haven't watched it yet, you should watch it. If Derek minutes. was still in chat, he'd be like, yo! <laughs> Biggest Marvel fan I know. What'd you say, Alex? 31 minutes. It was only 31 minutes? Yeah, it's short. No freaking way! Yep. Oh, wait, I'm thinking about the length of Invincible. Those are like 45. No, no. No Winter Soldier in in this universe. Bucky's mm. fine. That's true because well, Bucky was just the, a normal dude who died, huh? Bucky well, no, didn't he died. That's the thing. He didn't die. He didn't die. And like the, do you the, remember how his... he dies in the uh, first Avenger when he's on the train? No, he falls. No. Yeah. No, okay. Okay. Well, I that don't. that whole scene is completely different now. Yeah, because Peggy's there and grabs him by the arm and like throws him back on the train, and he was like, "You mm. almost ripped my arm off!" And I was like, "Ha ha, uh-huh. get it? Uh-huh. It's good. Funny. It's very That's good." Funny. I was I was almost hoping that because like Steve gets captured for a minute, and I was really hoping that he would have been the Winter Soldier. That would have been. I thought that was what they were gonna go with. Yeah, <laughs> but cool. then they brought in the Iron Man stuff, and I was like. Yeah, this I was I was really odd. close. This is to a being change. Like, oh, that. How, cool. How's the animation? I thought it was cool. I haven't seen it yet, but I don't have a lot of experience with uh, judging animations, animation styles. I would have told you back in the day that uh, Samurai Deeper Kyo was freaking excellent mm, animation. Yeah, you're a well-educated man now, Aaron. <laughs> oh dang! I I liked the animation. I thought it was good. I was just trying to look up details in the production company. It seems like it's in-house. Mm. I don't know. It's a fun. It's I don't a fun think take it's. On... I don't think it's Demon Slayer level, but like, sure. What is it? <laughs> right. Info table is like on another another level. <laughs> Their stuff is crazy. I mean, that's that's like I, you know you got to say that to where you put the bar where the bar is that people are trying to get to, and then you go down a couple rungs and you probably have Marvel. All right, I'm gonna believe that. Look good. Oh, I think that's it, boys. I think that's everything. Are we? Yeah, uh, I mean, Caleb's we, already gone. He's done with this podcast. Yeah. He's done. He's, I'm out of here, guys. Get out. We're past the two-hour mark. I can't sit here any longer. I got to get some rum. <laughs> Guarantee that's why he got up. Don't, don't. You watch. Are He's you gonna saying come back. that your brother's an alcoholic? No, I'm just saying he really likes his rum. Big difference, Chad. I thought he was only a wine guy. <laughs> he's no, a he's wine a and rum guy. Oh, he drinks Kraken and Coke. Or Kraken and... This is yeah, it's it's Coke, it's isn't Coke. it? Yeah, rum and Coke. Coke. Kraken and Coke. Kraken and Coke. Are you Kraken and drinking Coke. the uh, the Mountain Dew hard drink or whatever they got now? No. Oh gosh, no, no, please, no, no. I did uh, actually. We I picked up a whiskey last night, two nights ago. That's supposed to be these guys out of California that uh, make a whiskey that's like their take on a mixture between Japanese and Scotch, Japanese whiskey and Scotch. And I took a drink of it, and I literally think that it tastes like what marijuana smells like after you go into a room where it's been smoked. You know, that, like almost like skunkiness. This is what this whiskey tastes like. That sounds like it tastes bad. It's got a skunk it doesn't element to it. Necessarily tastes good. But I should have <laughs> not said anything, and I should have let Alex take a drink and then asked him after he gave me his opinion because I ruined him. And now he, I said it, and he took a drink, and he was like, "Wow, you're right. Yeah, this." Does kind of taste like that. 
Pretty Welcome not back great. to the aftercast. Aftercast, Caleb. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Is, yeah, I haven't even ended, said goodbye yet. We're not. We're not even uh, in the aftercast. Oh, we're not done yet. You yeah, just gave right away to the regular podcast people that there's an aftercast. Oh, that's supposed why to be would a we secret. Say that, guys? Forget it. I'm cutting this. Thanks so much for joining <laughs> us. We'll catch you next time. This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Chad McCoslin, Caleb Juno, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. We also have a couple new series that we've been working on, one for a custom divinity campaign and another for a Pathfinder campaign that we've been working on. So make sure you check those out as well. Again, thanks so much for joining us and we'll catch you next time.